So here's the thing, entrepreneurs, leaders, salespeople, we all want to create consistent, repeatable, and scalable ways to grow our business and our income. And we want to do it better, faster, and more seamlessly. Why? So we can actually enjoy our lives, take vacations, and spend the quality time we want with the people that we love. How do we do all this without spending a fortune or running ourselves ragged? That's the big question, and this show is dedicated to the answer. So the market's been a little volatile, up, down, like prices, buyers, sellers, confusion, of course, interest rates, all this volatility is an opportunity for the educated agent. To help you get there, I got my man, Tom Toole, in the house. Grateful to be here, as always, my friend. Yes, thank you, thank you. Uh, big game last night, Dallas Mavericks versus the 76ers. How'd that work out? It worked out great because we had excellent seats, thanks to your <laughs> hospitality and gratitude. We'll see what happens in the playoffs, man. I yes. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. So, Tommy, uh, we were talking off camera about what we wanted to accomplish today, and and even though we're, we're, we're giggling a little bit, we, we cannot make light of... Someone right now is listening who is just like, it's one of three, one of three people. I don't know what to do, mm -hmm. right? Maybe, maybe, uh, you know, got in the business right before the pandemic yep. or during the pandemic and they were a rock star during the pandemic. And now they're kind of feeling like a rock. Yeah. Then you got the people that are just so busy right now that they're just overwhelmed. And then you got the people that are like legitimately trying to figure out, hey, I've been in the business for five years, 10 years, 30 years. And I just, I, I don't know where to start. I just feel like there's mm -hmm. so much volatility with interest rates, with confusion in the marketplace. Like what's the game plan? So we literally wrote down, what are the four rules for winning in a volatile market? So the first thing I wrote down, and I'm gonna give you guys my insight, then I'm turning to Tommy to just say, let it rip. I think the most important thing, we were talking about it off camera, like I go back to like 2006 mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm out, I'm in the third year of, of starting this business and we are, as a company, I'm feeling really good. We're three years in, we're, we're hitting numbers that when you get to a certain size of a business, like everyone's like, man, you've made it. But I spent the entire balance of 2006 telling people the whole world's about to fall apart, right? And like, you know, the, the insight was obvious, right? Everybody can remember 2006, like when, when the joke is when like grandmothers and college kids were buying houses yeah. for no money down, like that's when you know you've jumped the shark, it's over, yes. you got it's It's when Bitcoin hit 50 and everyone you knew was buying Bitcoin. And I'm like, this is just stupid, it's gonna end, right? It's just common sense. Mm -hmm. But 2007, I literally remember saying to myself, halfway through the year, man, I could just go home. I can close this whole thing down, right? And like, it was just a moment. Like we all have a moment. Of, you, you've been there, I've been there, you've been, where you yes. just, you're like, this isn't worth it, right? Mm -hmm. I've got all this responsibility. We're doing all this work. And you go from doing this much to this much, right? I think the person listening can relate, right? Anybody can relate to this. But I remember having this moment of like, I just have to make a decision. And for me, the decision was that this was going to normalize and that I was going to make my way through it. And if I had not made that decision in a, back then, a very volatile market. We had no idea how bad it was going to get. Yeah. Summer of 2008, it was really bad, I, right? I remember. 2009, it was really bad. But in 2007, I'm like, I just got to decide. But then the next thing was, I'm in this for the long haul. I'm in this for the long haul. We're talking about rules for winning in a volatile market. You got to make a decision. And the third thing I wrote down is, I had to set a new 10, five, three-year plan, right? To, to sort of emotionally get charged around i'm in a i'm in a not my fault j curve yeah you with me i'm mm -hmm. in a not my fault jake i didn't i didn't intend this yep 
right? I go from doing 10 to six, like in a year. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm working harder than I've ever worked before. And it doesn't seem to matter how hard I work. We are still going down. But I had to say to myself, I know that everything takes like seven to 10 years. So setting that 10 year vision in a volatile market, in a market of uncertainty, I knew if I should say, but this is where we're going, right? That gave me the emotional fortitude to make less money and work harder, to not have to fire everybody, mm -hmm. you with me? To, to instead say, suck it up, buttercup, this will end. Because if I do the work now, when the market turns, I'm gonna be ahead of everybody. Everyone else mm -hmm. is gonna be playing catch up. So that was my first one. Talk to me. So decide. 2006 was my second full year practicing real estate. So very similar places. And I remember vividly seeing Gary Keller promoting his shift book at Harris Casino right. in Chester. Right. If you guys know what this is, it's, it's a dump. But, uh, <laughs> and deals just blowing apart, GMs failing, right. banks are closing. Right. And, right. I also had to decide, and a lot of people are afraid of that moment, and you've said this many times, the best agents are made in tough times, right? And, and we've been through a couple of these now. You look at 2020, it was very similar. Yep. And you, you said you have to decide. If you got a backup plan, no you got plan no, plan. You're, no you're plan. Not, there can't be a plan B. you got to burn the boats in this business. Mm -hmm. And if you decide you don't want to do that, then you're not going to be successful because yep. when you have a backup plan, when things get tough, you start thinking about the backup plan right away. And right. you're like, eh. The backup really plan is better than making the phone calls, having the tough conversations. For sure. Having the conversation maybe with your spouse, like, hey, it's going to be rough for the next unforeseen future, mm -hmm. but I know if I do the work, right? That's a, that's a hard conversation because, I mean, who doesn't want security, certainty? Now, the answer is entrepreneurs. For sure. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. we, we kind of live in the uncertainty, but when you're married, you got to have those conversations with your spouse like, hey, like, this is what we have to do. That, that's one of the uncomfortable conversations real estate agents typically avoid. Yeah. And they just dump it on their spouse or their significant <sighs> other. And to me, one of the key ingredients to be successful mm -hmm. is have someone that buys in, a, a supportive spouse or a supportive significant yeah. other. And it's not going to be easy. I've gotten more fights with my wife about working than probably anybody in the history of work. Maybe, yeah. I, don't, I don't know about I, you. I'm, probably, I'm right I mean, I married a fiery probably, Italian, man. That's probably why they get along so well. Yes, but, uh, yes. So that, that's, that's a big issue. And in, if you don't decide, what's going to happen is you're just going to kind of go with the market. Um, right. you, you gave me a story one time about someone that goes out and like tries to surf, yeah. right? And the, and the ocean is pumping, and that's what's happening right now. And some right. people go out there, and they end up on the shore, and they're just destroyed versus people that know how to catch the wave, ride the wave, and right. understand it. Right. And that's what it takes in this market. You've got to be working on your business every day. You've got to commit. And, and this is the problem coming out of 2020 to 2022 is – it was easy to do deals. Yeah. I've never seen it easier to do yeah. deals before. And and congratulations to everyone who did the deal. That that's great. Yeah. It takes a different skill set right now to do that where it's about customer education, it's about understanding here's how a sales funnel wait, works. Wait, wait, you're you're getting to like point number 4. I, I, but it's <laughs> you're but you're right. You're right. All right, so so the first one is you got to decide. You got to decide am I in this? Is this my path? Is this my business? Or was this my, ready, hobby? Mm -hmm. I wasn't totally all in. I wasn't fully baked. I wasn't like, hey, this is, this is the career. I'm going to build something monster in my marketplace. Yep. And, and again, you, you brought something up. Listen to me. All the best people I know, they got battle tested in really hard times. Mm -hmm. So if you came into the market in... 2019 and went right into 2020, 2021, 2022, 
and you did really well, whatever that means to you, I would argue that was a very difficult market, right? Now, now we could say, man, historic low interest rates, massive buyer demand, like a frenzy to buy houses, mm -hmm. but it wasn't easy to be, um, you know, offer number 20 on a house that got 30 offers. That wasn't easy. It wasn't five, easy. Five times. Right. I mean, five that, times that, that in a row the with the same client. So, so, you know, there was, there was a hard in that marketplace that was different than we've ever seen before. Mm -hmm. Plus you had to wear a hazmat suit. Mm -hmm. Plus, in the state of Pennsylvania, you, you couldn't sell a house legally until when? In 2020? It was 60 days. We had, it was uh, May, uh, March 16th to May 15th. I, yeah. I, I know exactly so, what the day so, so my argument for the person listening right now, especially if, if you're reflecting back on 20, 21, 22, right? And here we are in 23. You work through a hard market. This is just a different hard market. Mm -hmm. But in every hard market, in every good market where money is everywhere, you got to make a decision. Is this your career? Is this your business? Do you care enough about it to do whatever it takes? That was that was my thing with my wife. I'm like, I gotta do whatever it takes. What am I gonna do? Yeah. Just stop, stop being a value, stop serving. What, tell my kids, hey, sorry, I, it, it's been a great run, but daddy only makes money in a good market. And, and I mean, that that's the thing people don't wanna realize is that they think it's easy. They, and this has always been the problem with real estate. This isn't new. People think it's easy, you make a lot of money, they have these shows out there, you know, all, all great stuff. Yeah. But the, the reality is this is a grind. This is probably yeah. a harder business than anyone realizes. Yeah. And when you go through a great market, you can be working hard and making a lot of money. Yeah. But in a market like this, you can be working hard and making no money Bingo. and still doing the right thing that you need to do every day. Yep. And eventually it's going to pay off because yeah. it's a long game. Right. People don't get that there's going to be tough times here. Like, I mean, a lot of agents don't even realize the seasonal flow to the market. We're just seeing it yeah. for the first time since 2019, right. Right. where a couple of years ago, December 25th, houses are selling, right? right. I mean, multiple offers, multiple offers <laughs> right. every day. Like, hey, New Merry Year, Christmas, guys. Here, here's your offers. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah. that that's not happening anymore. And folks don't get that there's a seasonal flow to this. And you've got to make hay when the sun shines, I think is the term. Yeah. And right now we're but in you, that. But you also need to plant a ton of seeds. I mean, we're sitting here on For March, sure, yeah. whatever, first, second, third. Like we've been talking about since last October. How many listing leads, how mm -hmm. many listing hand raisers do I want when the spring market hits? And then what percentage of them am I going to convert? Like that's the game. All right, but let's, let's we're getting into yeah. number two, which the, the, the second formula, the second rule for winning in this market is more conversations, more appointments. Now, everybody says get back to basics and uh, listen to me very carefully. This is a good point. I, I, I want to, you said this to me and it kind of yeah, blew it, my mind yeah. 10 minutes ago. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm talking to Gino Bafari, CEO of home services, yes. personal client forever, right? Great guy, your buddy. Right. And he says to me, so what are you telling everybody? And I said, get advanced. And he's like, what? Get advanced. And I said, look, man, I said, everyone's talking about getting back to the basics. Last time I checked, the only people that consistently have lots of conversations and go on appointments are advanced agents. The basics in real estate are like, hey man, what are we doing for lunch today? Dude, I, I don't know, man. Like I was thinking about playing golf. I got you know, to work on this. I, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about opening up my CRM for the first time in a week. Like that, those are the basics of real estate. The advanced people mm -hmm. are having consistent conversations with past clients in Sphere and other opportunities and inbound leads and generating and doing whatever they have to do because whoever goes on the most appointments- Sells the most houses. That's who wins. It, it's, there, the, it's, it's documented and proven over right. and over again. So, so what are you, what are you seeing? Like, okay, let's go back to the three types of people that could be listening right now, right? Somebody that was a rock star who feels like a rock, mm -hmm. right? Which is just massive uncertainty. So let's say they, he or she's made a decision. You got the person that is just their hair's on fire and they're like, 
our mutual buddy we were talking about last night. He's like, I don't have any time to make phone calls. I'm so busy. Yeah. I don't even have time to make phone calls, right? And then you've got this, this veteran, this beautiful, super experienced, great with clients, but their I Love Lucy at the chocolate factory mm -hmm. and there's no chocolates coming down the conveyor yeah, belt. Yeah. And we want to help them turn on the machine. So let's talk about some, some campaigns and things that are working right now to generate opportunities. It, it, to me, it starts with the calendar. We talked about this on a coaching call recently. Yeah. And um, <laughs> Brian, our sales manager, yes. said the same thing to our, our agents, which yeah. is, hey, if you got white space in your calendar and you don't have appointments to go on, you should be spending 70 to 80% of your time trying to set more appointments. Yes. That's A number one. And most right. agents are like, well, I, I made my hour of calls. Nothing happened. We'll see how it goes tomorrow. No. That's not how it works. I remember every time I was in a position where I felt I didn't have enough going on, I'm like, great, I'm going to go make more phone calls. Right. That was, and, and, and you can have conversations a lot of different ways. That was the way I, yeah. I, I, I succeeded yeah. the best. If you have white space in your calendar and you're not going on appointments, spend that time setting more appointments. And right. that's something a lot of agents don't do. Right. They're done by 12. They're watching Netflix at home. They're going to lunch, like you said, playing yeah. golf, whatever. And I, I don't think people treat it like a yeah. nine to five job. And that's right. why so many agents fail. So that's number one. It's not, oh, if I don't have appointments today, I'm going to go get lunch or take a day so, off so or whatever. fill the white space of your calendar with, with appointments. By the way, if you call it prospecting, just heads up on this. Prospecting is what dirty old men did. And that sounds funny, but like, let's just call it dirty men in California during the gold rush, right? They sat at rivers trying to pan for gold. That's, that's prospecting. We want to just do appointment setting. Get, get prospecting out of your mindset. Yeah. Your job is to find people that have need and need to meet with someone to discover if now is the right time or the wrong time yes. to get educated. The only job, you're an appointment setter. You're an appointment setter. Don't, don't put in your calendar prospecting and follow-up, right? Put in there appointment setting time. You have openings in your calendar, appointment setting time. If you're not going on appointments, you need to set more appointments because you, you can't sell a house with going on the appointment. Yep. Like I, I think people, they just want to jump right to the deal. Right. And this is something from good to great. People want to jump to the results. They don't right. want to get in, involved in like the slow flywheel process where right. they're right. pushing that giant wheel every day. So yeah. if you don't have appointments, go set more appointments. Right. I, I think that, and you, you got to talk to people. I, I, you know, you're on your phone right now. You know what you need to do with your phone? Stop texting, stop emailing, open the phone setting and dial somebody and have a conversation. <laughs> start, at, start at Z. Yes. Start and, at Z in your phone book. Well, you know what I'm doing right now? I'm so I was I was uh going to realtor.com. So so realtor.com, Zillow, Zillow.ca. I this is the easiest way. So Phil Jones and I talk about it all the time. If you have 10 meaningful conversations a day, mm -hmm. you're gonna find five people you can deliver value to. Yep. And and delivering value could be so, hey, Tom, I noticed, you know, you would ask me about, could I introduce you to, why don't I make a connection for you? Let me text connect you guys. That's delivering value. That's staying top of mind and being more than just the agent that sells them a house every 10 years, mm -hmm. right? Five of those conversations, you're going to be able to deliver some meaningful value. Two of those conversations, you should find an opportunity to do some business, whether it's today or, hey, we're not moving out until Steven, you know, is out of college. Mm -hmm. So I've got two years, but in two years, I'm going to sell my place. I already told you I'm moving to whatever, Austin, right? Mm -hmm. Like as an example. So 10 meaningful conversations a day. So people say to me, why well, do I have meaningful conversations? I don't say to them, I go, go to realtor.ca, go to Zillow, type in their address, take a screenshot of their yep. property and send it to them and say, hey, Tom and Bridget, I was thinking about you guys the other day. Check out this price on Zillow. I have my opinion. What do you think? Send. Yep. 
And if you send 10 text messages of just someone's, whether they're a past client, a sphere, a buddy, a lead, it doesn't make a difference of their property, or if it's a buyer and they don't own a house, a property in the neighborhood mm -hmm. that they would like to go into, a just sold, hey, I've got my opinion on this price. What do you think? Text, you're gonna have a meaningful conversation. Well, and what you did there is so critical. Uh, the best scripts are series of questions. It's yes. not It's not like this magical objection handler. Everyone thinks I'm this great objection handler. Yeah. I ask better questions than most people. Yes. Tell me more about that. Like that, mm -hmm. literally, everyone should have that in front of them right now when they're yeah. talking yep. to people and asking for appointments. It's, it's that simple. I love what you're talking about there because you're delivering value and it's not mm -hmm. lazy follow-up, which no. we're gonna get to. Yeah. Uh, and, and you look at the market now, people got a lot of questions. There's oh. a lot of volatility. Oh my goodness. You can't, yes. I mean, it's literally changing day by day by day. Yeah. I think I just spit on you there. Sorry. Um, it's all that's, good. That's, I don't know about that. <laughs> so uh, the, the, the point is that. Welcome to the Tom Ferry podcast. Yeah, this is, this is how we roll. Um, the, the point is that if you bring a valid opinion and you actually know what you're talking about, people are going to value that a lot more than the canned, oh, it's Tom, it's always a great time to buy or sell. I right. mean, you hear all this stuff from agents, and people stop believing real estate agents in times like this because they feel like they're always trying to sell them something. Right. You're talking about, hey, what's your opinion on a price? Mm -hmm. That's just a conversation. And That's then, all it is. And you know what they're going to do? And you told me this many times. If they got questions about real estate and they're serious, if you're having enough conversations, they're going to know you're a real estate agent. Right. And then they're going to say something like, oh, well, they're going to go right into it. Hey, we're yeah. thinking about moving. Tell us this. Yeah. Tell us that. Because only 4 to 5% of the population is even in a real estate decision-making phase at any given time. So yeah. you're, it's, it's a numbers game. Right. And the more you bring value of, I know everything, I'm here to help, instead of, are you ready to buy or sell yet? I'm just checking in. Are you moving? Which is lazy follow-up. That's what's going to win in this market. Right. So is it like... <sighs> Do you know the company Palm Agent? I'm I'm saying it to my my listener. Do you know the company Palm Agent? So I, I met with the uh, the son of the founder who now runs the company yesterday. Big shout out to Jeremy, and we're going through this app. And this is all super it valuable. is all it is is a calculator, right? But it's a calculator that shows monthly affordability, sale to net, rent versus buy, a buy down calculator. Right now, here's a three two one buy. Here's a two one buy down. Like. It, and it's now it's not you saying, well, let me think about, or let me get you on the phone with my lender. You literally hit the button. You're like, okay, let's go to the buy down calculator, right? So, you know, it actually explains what a two to one is, what a three to one is. And it's like, all right, so the list price is 500,000 bucks. We're going to do a, uh, a two one buy down. We're going to put 10% down. The interest rate is 6.25. Uh, seller contribution, 10,000 bucks. Here's what it looks like. This is how so valuable. E how easy is this? Well, most agents have trouble with math. We were talking about this earlier. I know. And I know. Math answers 95% of questions for people, and it's about payments. It's about cash to close. Right. Those are the numbers you should yep. be focusing on, not yep. rates, because that's what matters to people. Look at this. All right, so now we're just talking about just a regular old buyer. So, hey, you know, $500,000 purchase price. Oops, went to $5 million. Uh, loan type, conventional, down payment, 10. Do you want to do five? We can sure. do. We can do 5% down. Oops, so 5% down. Uh, interest rate, 6.25 is just baked inside there, mm -hmm. whatever, the, whatever the rate is. Term, this, that, hazard, blah, blah, blah. And in Texas, it'll go all the way down and say, here's your taxes, mm -hmm. right? Oh, you have HOA in there? Let's put the HOA in. Because what does every buyer want to know? What's it going to cost them? They, what's my payment? Yeah, they don't payment. Want, they don't want what's my mortgage payment. They want to know what's my mortgage payment, what's my HOA, what's my taxes. Like, what is my all-in payment? And then look, boom, all I do is go compute. Mike, Tom, so if you put $41,269 down, your payment's going to be $4,600. Do 
this is something we train our agents on. We call this the financial plan to get into the home. Yes. It's here's your monthly payment, everything, taxes, right. insurance, right. whatever. Right. Here's how much cash you need to come up with at the closing. Uh-huh. Most people don't write a check for their houses. No. And I would argue most smart people don't because there, there's a lot of reasons you want to you right. have some, some long-term debt at a low rate. Yes. And if you break it down that simply, and this was something my dad taught me my mm-hmm. first couple years in the business, I would just do the closing cost estimate on the MLS, circle the numbers and say, hey, guys, right. here's what you need to do. This is a much more advanced way to do it. And if you can have these conversations on the spot with people, yes. when the emotions are yes. high, when they look at the house, yes. when they're excited, then you're the knowledge broker, number one. You're breaking it down in terms they can understand. Secondly, right. realtors talk in realtor jargon too much. Like the LTV, no one knows <laughs> what that means. Hey, here's... Right how much it's going to cost you a month and here's how much money you need to show up with at settlement and you should say it just like that don't even yes. don't even mess around with monthly payments or principal and interest or anything like that okay i showed you this one in the gym this morning yes. right this is the okay well i was trying to buy a house in 2021 mm-hmm. and it was on the market for 500,000 and it sold for 595 with like 22 offers so so it literally gives you the Let's type in what you tried to buy in 2022 at that price, but actually at the price it was going to sell for at the highest possible price with that interest rate versus today, that $500,000 house, you might get it for $495,000. You might get it mm-hmm. for five fifteen dollars because there's like three or four offers because yes. it's in a, a tasty property and what your new payment is. And then to be able to just show somebody and then have an infographic. Now, Tom, are you an investor in this company? No, but damn, I wish I was. Palm agent. The guy told me, I'm like, was this created around the time of the Palm Pilot? He goes, yeah, my dad created it around the I was like, I, I wondered I was that like, when you Palm, tell me that. Palm agent. I was like, so, hey, by the way, this um, you should just check out this app, right? I, I'm pretty certain it's all under either agency, if you're kind of agency insurance, like title insurance okay. versus like west of Texas is going to be like, you know, Fidelity, First American, all those guys. But mm-hmm. Fidelity, I think, has the lock on this. Got it. Okay. Right. So I would check this out today. I was shocked to hear that only like 600,000 agents in the country have this. I think like, well, probably the 600,000 are selling all the houses have That's it. Right. You, you took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. Net okay. effective, right? Right. So it's it's having intelligent conversations, doing that in real time, having that app in front of you. We're getting a little into the kind of the face-to-face stuff. What else can they do to get appointments today? So I say CMA a day, but I mean literally just boom, text, bam. So we, we've been doing the CMA a day at scale with our team. We, we, we're, we're big on, we're going to film a three-minute video yeah. on BombBomb and pull up the MLS information that nobody has and do a screen share and give them enough information that it gets them excited. Yeah. And not so much that they're still going to want to meet with you. And there's a fine line there because uh, you have sure. to... Oh, these three homes just sold right around you. They were this big. If you want to know more, let's talk. I can do right. an on-site evaluation. I haven't seen your home. Yeah. It'd be malpractice for me to give you a number without seeing it in person. Right. It's value. People want to know what's going on in the market because there's so much volatility right now. I mean, I, I've never seen the market this volatile before. Hey, it's Tom Ferry. Question, what's your favorite social media platform? Are you big on Insta? Do you love to tweet? No matter where you answer, I'd love for you to connect with me there. All you gotta do is just type in at Tom Ferry and follow and let's you and I connect. I wanna be able to deliver the right content, the right ideas, the ways to help you grow your business, stay fired up, keep moving, be in action and run plays that work and the platform that matters most to you. So subscribe and I'll see you there soon. So what do you say to the person that's over here who went from uh, rock star to rock? I'm not busting your chops, but you know what I'm saying, right? Just a, a, massive, a massive amount of uncertainty. Hey, I was rookie of the year and I haven't 
sold a house in the last 45 days or 60 days, they may not have enough past clients to call. Well, th th they I, may only have 100 people in their sphere. What are they going to do to find more business? So I, I would argue they need to have the meeting with themselves and see what they're actually doing on a daily basis because you could have sold 20 homes last year mm -hmm. by just catching leads as they came in. Yeah. So you got to have that meeting with yourself. We talked about calendar, how mm -hmm. much time you're spending. Yep. It should be 80% of the day finding new appointments. So if you're not doing that, like just get real with yourself. Yeah. You don't need to do it any with anyone else, but just talk to yourself. Have that meeting with yourself. Because to me, it's always my fault. I think you, you have that yeah. same mindset. You're always causing the matter. 100% responsible. So you start there. Then mm -hmm. there's a lot of ways to generate business. You probably got old leads in your database. Mm -hmm. Most leads convert after 90 days, not the first two or three weeks. Most. Uh, it's 65% uh, of people majority, that you meet yeah. with end up transacting well after the time that the average real estate agent stops following up, which mm -hmm. for some is two weeks, for some is 90 days, and then 65% of the transactions happen. Yep. So, I mean, the old leads. So call your old leads. Old leads are great. Yep. If you sold a house, mm -hmm. call the neighbors, door knock, do, do that right. stuff that like people used to make fun of and they would say, well, uh, you know, I'm not door knocking. I'm too good for this. Yeah. I got my that's, first listing from a circle dial. I that's, mean, that's advanced. You're right. Door knocking is advanced because it takes the courage to go, that hi, is, my name is Tom Tool with Remax yes. Mainline. Did you hear about your neighbor? Right? Like, did you hear, whoa, what happened to the neighbor? Wow, they put their home in All the right, market. All right, so we're going to go basic. I yeah. got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah. You you said start at your phone book in Z. How many people do you got in your phone? I have 2,356. Uh, so. 6,015 as yeah. of yesterday. So, so just start there. Just yeah. call people that you know in your phone book. What do I say? What do I say? Like, I'm over here, and, and this is also really good for the veteran over here. Mm -hmm. The hair on fire person's like, I, I barely have time to listen to this podcast, yes, yes, <laughs> right? Yes. So, so the the veteran veteran who just feels like the you know like the proverbial rug just got pulled out from under him, or the brand new agent, they're going to call the people in their sphere. What do they say? So, I would start off with if you haven't called them, hey, I've been a little remiss in my follow up, and I yes. haven't been in touch with you. How are you guys doing? Yeah, have a human conversation with right. them. The Ford script, right? Family, occupation, recreation, and dreams. Yeah. I never get to D. By the way, I think yeah. that's really weird. Yeah, maybe I would talk about that with my friends, but like, yeah. hey, how's your family doing? Yeah. How's your kid doing? Yeah, what's going on? How's the work environment been over the past couple of years? Because how's the, work? How's work changed for you guys the last like yeah, twenty four months? I, it's a great question because so many people are like hybrid, half remote, whatever else. Right. You got any summer vacation plans coming up? What yeah. did you guys do for the holidays? Like yeah. you can time it around that stuff. Just ask questions yeah. to get them talking. And what invariably will happen, I said this before, mm -hmm. all of a sudden they'll say something like, oh, while I got you, Tom, mm -hmm. what do you think about that neighbor's home that just sold up the street? And they will start to ask you if you have been doing a good job branding yourself right. as an agent. Right. The branding only gets you so far. The calls are what convert. And yes. so just start with the Ford That's, script. Okay. You, just, you just spoke to every veteran over here. <laughs> I, I won't say the name of one of my clients in Beverly Hills who said, <laughs> if I lose one more deal to someone I just had dinner with in the last 30 to 45 days that suddenly bought a five, seven, 10, $15 million house from somebody else, mm -hmm. I'm going to quit the business. And I'm like, listen, my, I, you know, I did one of those, like grabbed him by the shoulders. I'm like, listen, you can be as friendly as you want if you don't segue to having meaningful conversations about buying and selling real estate and what their questions are about the market. You are a great person to go have dinner and drinks with and charity events, but not so great to transact with. Let me give you an example. That, that's and a, and a hard case study. truth. And everyone, every yeah. veteran knows what I'm talking about right now. Let me, let me give you a, this, this happened to me recently. So we're at a Halloween party with my kids, right? Woman comes up to me, says, Oh, my house isn't selling. It's this rent. It's in Fishtown. Blah blah blah. She's dressed like the Bride of Frankenstein, and 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 the, and the World Series is on during all this. And I said, "Great." I'm like, "Hey, you know what? I'm going to call you Monday, mm -hmm. and we're going to have a real conversation about this." Mm -hmm. 
because we're in a social environment. I used to struggle with that a lot. Like yeah. it was like, how yeah, do you yeah, train? Yeah. Like I don't want to go in, into full real estate mode at the Halloween party. So right. I set a conversation with her. We talked. We went over what was going on. We sold the home. She listed with us. Canceled the other con. Like it was. It was so simple because I treated it like a business conversation. And that's where people they they, they don't know how to turn it on and off. Right. And I know from talking to you. I mean, you see Tom. You see him socially. We're at the game last night. That's cool. We're here. It's all business. You're on stage. Right. It's all business. You right. have to have that alter ego, right. like we talked about with Todd Herman a couple yep. years ago in New York. Yep. And if you can't do that, and you're not showing up like the professional, yep. it's going to hurt your business. Yes. Because I don't want my doctor being my buddy if I'm getting surgery done. I want him to be the surgeon. Right. I, I don't want. want her, the, I want her to be like on point, yes. focused. Right. Exactly. And yeah. you've got to treat it that way. And th things got blurred a lot the past couple of years because it was go go go, and the hustle component, like you said, was very real. Where it was seven days a week. 15 hours a day sometimes. No, no breaks. Hey, you know, my, I'm at my kid's soccer game. I'll come meet you in 10 minutes because we only have this 15-minute showing. That's fine. Right. So having, being able to transition from, they actually inquired about a real estate conversation. Right. You don't know if it's going to be real or not. Hey, I'm going to call you Monday. Let's have a, let's, let's set up a time. Yeah. Let's treat it like an appointment. It was an appointment to get an appointment to sell a house. So yep. that works really well. A lot of people struggle with that. I, I, I've, I've struggled with that, especially in social settings. Yeah. I never had that problem. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I call some, you told me yeah. the guy down the street that I never met before is going to sell his house. I go knock on his door, but yeah. the, the social settings are weird. And I think yeah, a lot of people, yeah. Yeah. they don't want to come off with commission breath. Right. Right. Again, that goes back to willingness to have meaningful conversations. Exactly. To ask very curious questions. It's so easy. Like, Hey man, what's your opinion on the market? Well, Tom, it depends it. if you're looking to. No, no, no. I mean like, like, uh, like I'm, I'm the real estate agent oh, and I'm just oh, with my you. buddy and I'm like, Hey man. What's your opinion on the market? Everybody's got an opinion about the real estate market. Everybody's got an opinion about the value. We talked about the, the, the guy that, you know, has listed the house down the street from you, right? Yes, like, yeah. You're like, oh my God, it's worth this. You're like, but it's probably not worth that, right? Like everybody's got an opinion. All you have to do is just go, hey, what's your opinion on the market? People love talking about real estate. Look at yes. the amount of reality TV shows that have come out of the real estate business. <sighs> right, and we, right. we know some people on them. They've been wildly right. successful. It's not... It's, it's great for them, yeah. but the reason they have them on is for viewership and people want to know more about this. Yes. Okay, and every one of those, I mean, so yesterday, big shout out to uh, to James and David, right? Million dollar listing, John and Adam. I text them yesterday and I'm like, how many appointments have you guys set so far? Listing appointments, they're like 19, 17, 21. I'm like, all right, boys. Like, So yeah, the TV stars that are killing it, I'm walking Balboa Island. I run into Josh Altman and his wife yep. and I'm like, Hey man, what's up? And it's like, he's like, Oh man, just like, it's so nice to come down here. And I'm like, you making your phone calls? He's like, I'm always making my phone calls, man. Like, like the, the, the advanced people. All right. So let's switch gears. Number three, you want to win in this market? Watch this hook. Stop doing follow-up. You want to win in this market? Stop doing follow-up. Where do you think I'm going with this? You're talking about the kind of follow up that most agents do where it's, hey, I'm checking in. No, hey. no. I, I don't know. I'm, no. You threw me for a loop here. I know, I know. Ready? So, so I'm going to show you how you stop doing follow up. You ready to learn how to stop doing follow up? All right. So, hey, Tom, so it's been great. I'm super excited. Sounds like you and Bridget really want to do something maybe in the fall. Um, so, here's what I'd like to do open up your calendar really fast. Okay. Open up your calendar. I'm, I'm looking right now at. You guys gonna be you guys gonna be in town over the month of August? Yeah, we will. Okay. What actually you know, let's go July. Are you gonna be in town Fourth of July? No, we won't. Okay, so you're gone Fourth of July. Are you back the are you the back week second after, week? week? All right, after. so all right, so second week of July. Let me just go to my counter really fast here. Um beginning of the week or end of the week? What's better for you? Um 
End of the week. Is End good. of the week. Yeah. Like like uh, so. I'm looking at the calendar. Like like Thursday the 13th, Friday the 14th, Saturday the 15th. Yeah, for, Friday works. Friday's good. Okay. Mornings or afternoon. Like what? I mean, the best time for you and I to talk. Afternoon. 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 Okay. So, so okay. I got a one already scheduled, and I got a four already scheduled. Can you do between two and four, or do you want me sure. to call you after I, five? I can. I can do two. Okay. So all right. So two o'clock. Let me put it in really fast here. All right. So Tom, Tool. Okay. Uh, prepare strategy session for getting Bridget and Tom's home on the market. Okay. So Tom, I've got you in my calendar for a prepare to get your home on the market strategy session for July 14th at two o'clock. Do you want to do that face to face or you want to do it via zoom? Do you want to do it on a phone call? What's better for you? I mean, it's a strategy um, session. Yeah, Zoom, Zoom's good. Okay, yeah, that'll so, be easy. All right, so I'll send you a Zoom link. It, will Bridget be there? Yes, she'll who, be there. So between the two of you, like who 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 would be more in the lead on like what we need to do to get the home ready with the kids? Definitely not me. Okay, so so let's make sure Bridget uh, actually give me Bridget's email. Sure. And I and I now put in Bridget's email and Tom's email, mm -hmm. and I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm gonna I just put that in my calendar. Um, you just got an email link for that. Okay, awesome. Uh, my assistant's gonna add a Zoom, so you're gonna get you're gonna get two you know two emails on that. So heads up. So I should probably though ping you in June just to remind you that we're having that strategy session. Okay. All right. And obviously, if anything comes up between now and June when I ping you, so June, let me just go to my calendar really fast here. And it's just a text, Tom. Um, same thing, kind of end of the week? Sure. Okay. All right. So why don't I, like middle of the month, okay, June 16th? Yeah, that works. That's like right after my son's birthday. All right. So June 16th, I'll text you kind of, you know, sort of like, you know, two o'clock-ish and just say, Tom, thinking about you and Bridget. At that point, I'll probably give you a little insight on the market. Okay. Should we just have a conversation about that, or do you want to just text? I'm good uh, either way. I, I like I like phone calls, so that, right. that sounds good. All right, so why don't I call you? So actually, that'd be actually good, because then 30 days later, we're doing the strategy session. Perfect. So, all right, so let's see here. So June, okay, Tom, call. So what I'll do is, at that point, I'll do a little 12-month look back on home prices. Okay. Well, I'll do a quick, you know, like, all right, so here's where, here's where the market is with interest rates. So it's not going to make a difference because we have no idea where October is going to mm -hmm. be. Um, and then I'll have at least the three to four recent sales, right? That would be the closest thing to comparable to your home. But remember, I haven't, like, I haven't been in your home in a while. So, you know, got it, it's, got just, it. it's just those yep. numbers. So I'll have all that stuff ready to go. Okay. So I'll call you. Um, cool. So June 16th, two o'clock, boom, in my calendar. No more follow-up. The only thing you do is you what? Set an appointment. You set the next appointment yes. to have the next. And notice I didn't say, hey, on July 14th, I'm going to call you. What did I say? It's the strategy session to look at getting mm -hmm. your home on the market in the fall. Planning meeting strategy session. Consumers know what that means. Right. They don't know what a listing appointment is or a market analysis. No. The tentative appointment. See, it's, it's funny you say that because I was always big on get. you get that commitment from somebody. You get it in their calendar. Mm -hmm. Then you get a yes, right? And right. NLP basics are you start getting you stack yes. the yeses. Yes. You stack the yeses. Yes. And the tentative appointment worked really well for me. Like, hey, I got to check with my wife. Great. So, you know, my schedule fills up pretty quickly. What do you think would be a good time for you guys? Let me just pencil it in. Yeah. And yeah. pencil it in is a, is a great term you can write down and use too because they cancel whatever. At least you're you're in the game with them at that right. point. So right. that, that makes a ton of sense. So. I've been doing that for years. I just didn't know what you were talking about. So yeah. that was that was good. Yeah. So it's the end of follow up. The only thing we do now is we schedule the next appointment. You know, you know where I got this? 
my wife walking in, this is like, I don't know, whatever, like some, sometime before the pandemic, which whatever, what, you know, everything is kind of before the pandemic, after the pre-March pandemic. 2020. Right. And, and she walks in super frustrated because she can't get into her hairdresser because her hairdresser is slammed and we're about to travel. And she's like, ah, oh, like, what am I? And I thought to myself, her hairdresser, he books himself out like 60 to 90 days. So now every time she goes, she schedules the next hair appointment before she leaves. Hair appointment, selling your most valuable asset. Think about how personal of an experience it is getting your hair done. I think that, the, right. for, especially for women, I mean, right. I go every two weeks. It's a little different. Yep. My stylist, whatever you want to call her, uh, she's booked out for months. Right. I'm booked into July with her now. Right. Why aren't you doing that with your real estate business? I think that's the yeah. question you got to ask yourself. That's a, that's a great point. Yeah. So, I, so no more follow-up. The only thing we do now is we always book the next appointment. Even if the next appointment is just simply to touch base mm -hmm. and give them an insight on the market to figure out where they're at. Hey, look, hey, look, why don't we, I, Tom, I know you guys are kind of up in the air on this and you got a lot of different options. Um, why don't, why don't we just schedule, I don't know, how about like just in 30 days? Mm -hmm. Why don't we just have a conversation in 30 days? Sure. And, and look, what I'm going to show up with is just, you know, some insight on the market, right? And then, you know, just to figure out like where are you guys at? What are you guys thinking about? And there's no obligation. It's just me doing what I do best, which is I'm in the business of helping people get educated so they can make good decisions, right? I'm not a salesperson. Like, yeah. this is all I do. What, what you just said there is exactly the approach you need to have in this kind of market because if you advocate for the consumer, hey, Tom, I want to see what's going to be best for you and Kathy and the boys. Like, right. if you don't transact, that's cool. I just want to give you information so you can make a great decision for your household. Right. And if you really believe that, which if you're watching this, you're already investing yep. in yourself, you're yep. probably doing yep. that. You're going to win in this market because a lot of the people that were rocking and rolling and kind of became the rock, like you said, mm -hmm. they were just caring about the next deal. Right. And to me, one of the things you mentioned here is setting that next follow-up for the veteran out there, for the person that's hair is on fire, and for the person that maybe is rocking and rolling and now not feeling mm -hmm. that, you got to use your CRM and set this stuff up right. because right. if you're, you have to have such a big pool of clients. The mm -hmm. bigger the pool, the bigger the business. And right. Right. if you're not working with and an uncomfortable amount of people you're talking to. Yeah. There's going to be less homes to sell this year. Yes. There's still 4 million. I only need about 1,000 of the 4 million, so we're cool. <laughs> but but it's it, it, there, there's still plenty of houses that are going to sell. Yeah. You've, you've got to lean on the stuff you already have that maybe you didn't think you needed to use yeah. or you had a story in your head about that. Right. Do you happen to see my post uh, the other day? I, I did. To, I was talking to Greer about this one. And uh, oftentimes, for my, for my friend here listening... People say to me, oh, like, I, like I posted this and literally I got like 10 text messages. Was this because of our last co coaching conversation? Oh, we were talking about this. Were, yes. you, were you talking to me? And I'm like, no, I was, I'm talking to myself. Mm -hmm. It never gets easier. I've just gotten better at doing hard things. It never get. I've been doing this for 33 years. It never gets easier. You've been doing this for 20 years. It never gets easier. Nope. We just get better at doing hard stuff. And if you can keep that in your head, my friend, you keep that in your head you want like making phone calls is hard. You know, it's really hard having no future to live into, right? Setting the next appointment is hard. You know, it's really hard having no one to talk to, having no opportunities, no buyers, no sellers. You know, it's really hard having your hair on fire all the time. You know, it's also really hard slowing down and hiring an assistant. You know, it's also really hard slowing down and hiring a VA. You know, it's also really hard telling the client that's eating up all of your time, 
right? And you've got to drive 20, 30 minutes every single time outside of your normal marketplace to help them because they were referred to you by a buddy and they want to buy a really expensive house, but they can't make a decision. You know, it's also really hard having an honest conversation with them about narrowing down their focus, right? Simplifying. And we're going to limit the time. But when we find opportunity, we're going to write offers now. Like that's hard. You know, it's also hard driving them around till the end of time. Everything is hard. Yes. Everything is hard. All right. Well said. Here's the last one. And then we give me, I think we said 30 minutes and we're probably at 40. All right. Um, Typical. <laughs> the number four things. We said four rules for winning at a volatile market. You got to make the decision. Are yep. you in or out? Right? Conversations and appointments. Yep. Your, your point was spot on. Fill all the white space in your calendar with appointment setting time. I say number three, the end of follow-up, no more follow-up, just schedule the next appointment, even if it's just to check in. And then number four is, what do you do with buyers and sellers that are just questioning the market and trying to time everything? This is, this is one of the biggest challenges agents are going to have. You know what you need to tell them? What's actually going on. If yes. they're saying, hey, Tom, I'm nervous because rates went up and I can't afford the home I want anymore. Mm -hmm. You know what the answer is to that? Mm -hmm. You're right. Affordability has gone down. Mm -hmm. Here's what we can afford now. Here's the facts of the market. Mm -hmm. And the people that are serious about transacting right. will, and I've, I've been in these living rooms. I've been mm -hmm. in this spot. Mm -hmm. When someone's losing their job, the market's crashing. Talk about that, that four-year depression we went through. Right. Right. You've got to present the facts. Right. And they're going to say, okay, we're going to do this anyway because we have a life condition right. that's affecting this move, which right. is historically why people move in the first place. Right. right. Death, divorce. Default. The, yeah, default. De relocation. I mean, yeah, that's my favorite yeah. one. De relocation. Diapers, diamonds. Yeah, diapers. Right. Well, it's this it's the seven D's, right? Well, well and, and I I always I never remember the seven D's. I just know when I hear someone's moving and the mo motivation matters. We you you challenged me last year to come up with like recession power rules. You know what the number one was? Motivation matters because yes. in in this kind of market, there's gonna be people. You got three kids and you're in a two-bedroom townhouse and the kids are not getting smaller. The kids don't get smaller. They get bigger. Yes. That person's moving no matter what. Right. You see someone that's older and maybe can't handle maintaining a large home mm -hmm. anymore. They're going to move no matter what. Yeah. You see someone that obviously like divorced, like that's a bad situation. Mm -hmm. And you're really helping people in all these instances. And this is where a lot of agents don't get it. You're helping people, even though it might be a tough conversation. And, they, and the, the client may hate you the entire time because you're telling them, what they need to hear, not what they want to hear, which is the sign of a great agent. That's what Carl Rizzuto told me on like my first coaching call with you guys. Yeah, it's you. The more conversations you have, and when you ask the right questions, because there's not, and and then the motivation reveals itself. And then when right. you hear that, that's the people you want to really pursue and help and set that next appointment with. Talking with Phil Jones the other day, and we we're doing a, a live session for a bunch of people, and I, I heard I know where you're going with this. The because yes, right, and I was like. That's it. And so for my friend listening, when you ask enough questions, so I'm, I'm listening to Tom and I'm like, okay, so you got three kids. You're in a three bedroom condo. Yeah. You're out of room. You're working still part-time from home. Mm -hmm. You're full of distractions. Yeah. But you're also concerned about buying power. Yep. Right. But we know today you can actually still buy a home for X without 45 other offers competing. Mm -hmm. You told me this is not your forever home, Yep. right? But it is the transition home because you told me when the kids get older, they want to go to this school. Mm -hmm. So Tom Bridget, because you told me yep. you got three kids and you're in this three bedroom 
and it's really getting uncomfortable. The kids are only getting bigger. You're working from home and you don't have any space because you told me that this is not your forever home because you told me, 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 I'm going to recommend you guys pull the trigger. My first coach, Carl Rizzuto, told me this. Bring it back to the motivation every time. Always. Because it's easy to get wrapped up in the drama of a transaction yeah. or, or getting the home ready for the market or everything else. They started no, – no one likes moving. Moving is one of the top five moving, most stressful moving things. Moving sucks. Yeah, it, it, it's horrible. Um, and they move because they want a better quality of life, right. whatever that looks like. And it, 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 you, you talked about the 70s, and mm -hmm. it's all better quality. Mm -hmm. So – when you bring it back to the motivation, all the drama of, oh, they made an offer that was too low, or I don't want to drop my price, or mm -hmm. there's too many offers. Well, we're still in the situation. So yeah. we've got to solve this. And that's why people move. It's life changes that cause this. And if you find the motivated clients, you find the motivated buyers and sellers, and you can deliver them value to your first and second point, that's how you win and take market share in times like these. Right. And I heard this on a, on a podcast. You know, No one ever gets market share back when they lose it. You only take market share. This Thank is God. every company in the history of business. This is the chance for people to go out and there's career opportunities right now mm -hmm. in times like these. Mm -hmm. And it's it's so important to play offense, charge the storm like we talked about last night. Yeah. And you know, you watch the Super Bowl, right? Painful for me to watch. You know one? The team that scored the most points and played offense and dictated tempo. Thank you very much. I mean, it's it, it def when you're playing defense with your business, mm. you're gonna you're lose, right? It, it's 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 not a sporting event. So everything you said there, yeah. I'm I'm pumped up. Like this, this is getting it. me charged up here. This is by the way the very first point I make at every one of my roadmap tours: get on offense, right? And you're I think you're I think the point of the day was every white space you have in your calendar, fill it with appointment setting time. Like that was it. There we okay, you have a live show in five minutes. Oh, all right. So thank you so much for watching. Follow Tom Tool. Send this to a rookie who's feeling like a rock. Send this to your buddy whose hair's on fire. Send this to a buddy that is a veteran veteran who is just, she's just feeling a little displaced and she just needs a gentle nudge to remind her of her greatness, remind her of how skilled she is with working mm -hmm. with clients. And if she just picks up her phone and does the CMA a day or reaching out or she stops doing follow-up and starts booking appointments, she actually puts time in her calendar just to get appointments, she's gonna be on fire. All right, thank you so much for watching. We'll see you on the next show. If you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast. That's tomferry.com slash podcast. Thanks again and talk to you soon.